All right, guys, let's go off top. Do what off you got. Top. Off top? All right. So uh, one guy that we – well, especially White Sox fans uh, have grown to uh, – I don't want to say hate, but kind of despise one Mr. <laughs> um, Joe West. Old Joe. Uh, Joe West, he's an umpire for uh, MLB. Uh, he's been around for a pretty long time, and uh, he's 67 years old. And uh, Joe West says some crazy stuff every once in a while. So today was no exception. Uh, via the Sun-Times, uh, Joe West made a claim or made a comment, a uh, statement, if you want to say, look, it is, it is revolved around COVID-19. Look, most of these people that are reporting are dying of, of COVID-19 are now healthy to begin with. I've lost 25 pounds over the winter. I'm playing golf every day in the heat. I'm fine. I'm not going. What do you say? I'm not going. I'm not going to back down now. Uh, trying to find another quote for him. So basically, he's kind of like ridiculing the people who have uh, passed away. Uh, I love the uh, the connection between heat and a pandemic virus. Exactly. You know, no, you can survive out in the heat. <laughs> you can do anything. All right, here's another quote from, I don't believe in my heart that all these deaths have been from, uh, from the coronavirus. I believe it may, he, may have contributed to some, some of the deaths. So he doesn't believe that- I like the uh, may have too. Yeah, he doesn't believe- <laughs> maybe, the people Maybe no one's passed, died. Yeah, he doesn't believe that some of the, the people who had passed from COVID uh, have died from COVID. He think it's something else. Well, Mr. West, just to give you a little bit of a, a, a lesson in science and health a little bit. Um, the COVID or the coronavirus can trigger um, ailments in you that can cause you to die. So we are figuring out, we are learning now throughout, the, throughout this virus that it affects not only your lungs, but it affects your kidneys, it affects your heart. So if someone dies of a heart attack, but we know that you had COVID-19, the COVID-19 triggered the heart attack. Things like that. That's how they're linked together, if you want to say. But listen, this is Joe West. Uh, as you said, White Sox fans know him very much so uh, from umping uh, games and hearing uh, Hawk Harrison just rip him a new one every, every game. Old Joe West want to go out there and fight him. He wish he can cuss right now. Uh, but what do you guys think about this from Joe West once again uh, being Joe West? Carry your ass on. If that's what you want to – you want to risk it with players coming from all over the world – and, I mean, clearly you've seen how they shut down some of these camps in all of these sports industries as far as in the NBA and the NFL, I think even with the MLS. And they're basically like whenever we get to playing, um, especially like we'll say the NBA and the MLS, we'll just get to playing in those bubbles that we're going to enter into. But, dude, if you want to risk it and that's what you feel and you gun-ho about it, go on. I wish the best for your family. Um, I, listen, because it's going to be on them to deal with if something happens to you. Like you're out there doing all this and being gone, oh, hopefully you've, 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 you've made up, accumulated enough funds that umping every season isn't like, especially in the 60 game season, right. strike short, I mean not strike short, but a COVID shortened season, um, that you could afford not to necessarily have to necessarily go out there and up as long as you've been umping. But if you want to prove and you want to go out there with all that banter, it's a free world, go ahead. Like again, and, and as you were just saying, I mean, what you say, 65 or 67? He's 67 years old. 66. You're right in that range. He's not, the, not even right in the range. He is on the yeah, range. He's right yeah. in the middle. Yeah, that's that's right in the range. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Bullseye. you're going to sit there and you want to do it. And the thing is, this is the crazy thing. And um, 
we still, and you kind of alluded to this, we still don't know about this thing. We keep finding new stuff out every week, basically. Every that, time. And for you to sit there and think, like, man, it's so good. Like, what happens when you get into a shouting match with a player or a manager and you don't know perhaps if they have been infected or whatsoever? You know what I'm I saying? would think that they might try to, like, really rule that out. You can't Maybe. lick your fingers. You can't spit on the mound. You can't have these the great arguments, great baseball arguments that we've grown up to love. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to be able to really see them because we're going to be like, hold on, partner, six feet. I can't. You can't be in my face spitting and kicking dirt on me. You can't do that nowadays. Times have changed. Wait a minute. Uh, here's here's another quote from uh from Joe West. I said I'm not going to opt out. I'm going to work, and I'm going to work until you take me off the field or I get hurt. Whatever. I'm working. But you know another thing. I'll say this. Mm, I didn't think about this. Mm? Um, it may not just be for him. Uh, this was I was being closed minded uh, a second ago. He may also be fighting for other umpires They're because, wonderful. yeah, and if because it's just like with those NBA coaches and how the NBA Coaches Association came out and was like, whoa, y'all got to be careful because basically you're, you're going to sit there and stop these guys from being able to make a living for the foreseeable future because we don't know when the vaccine is going to be out. You still need uh, herd immunity really to prevent people from catching this regularly. Mm-hmm. So if, on another note, he may not necessarily just be doing this in a selfish manner. He may be doing this to protect other older uh, umps so that they won't, they'll be able to continue to work, uh, especially when if you're at the end of your career. You don't know, even know how many years you may be able to work moving forward anyway. Very true, Ken. But I want to pose this question. I could get to you first, Ryan. So we have seen throughout this entire time of this uh, epidemic uh, that's been ravaging the world, really, but really hit home to America. And I don't know how many times we've said it right here or we said it on Dan Davis to flip. This is the situations where you have people that are, that are vulnerable and that cannot work the ump union or MLB say, hey, you know what? We know you old and you would be umping right now. These 60s games, we want you to stay home and we want to pay. We're going to basically give you your salary uh, and you're going to get taken care of. What do you think about that, Ryan? I mean, I would like to see that practically, I guess. But, uh, you know, a lot of these umpires are not going to go for it. And like you said, Ken, if he's kind of – trying to stand up for his kind of fellow uh, mates in the umpiring world that, hey, you know, we can do this. We understand the risks and we're going to move forward because, you know, we feel like it's our duty to do it. The only problem I have, and it's like good old Kanye would say. Did you snow in my class? Wake up, Mr. West. Wake up, Mr. West. Wake up, Mr. West. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the way that he's saying some of these quotes that you're saying, D, like that may have – Corona may have killed people. It may have not. You know, I've been out in the hot weather. It's like I've been playing golf. About, right. Well, we just talked about a second ago. Those great, like, what if a player's getting in your face, a manager's getting in your face? I'm assuming the umpires have got to do double work in enforcing the co- the COVID rules and mm-hmm. not just the baseball rules. So if you're going to be kind of cavalier in some of the words you're saying, it makes me wonder a little bit. How serious Joe West has taken this and like if let's say we're in a situation in the game where he just maybe underestimates COVID and doesn't follow through on enforcing a rule and all of a sudden you've got a major leak for a team and then that causes the entire these bubbles I guess regionally for baseball to just unravel. Ian Davis to show. Um, Listen this is my thing too. Um, With what you just pointed out D what if they could sit there and give them uh, pay for them to, uh, this season for not to come down there. Yeah, if they're, think, if they're in that range. He's seven, seven years old. So I don't think this range. season, like getting back to the NBA Coaches Association, 
I don't necessarily think it's about this season altogether. I think it's about next seasons and the seasons moving forward. Mm-hmm. I, because I, I, that's you, especially talking about unions and stuff like that, is mm-hmm. to really look ahead as far as how can you impair our living, as far as impair us from uh, making a, a good living. And yeah, okay, so we pay them the 60 games, but next year we still don't have anything to stop this, and we're trying to get in all the games, but we just said you don't need to be out there, right? And I'm not paying you. I'm not paying you for this. So I think also it's trying to make sure that you're not kicked out in a way because of COVID due to uh, pre-consistent conditions and being of a certain age regardless. I think that's another thing. So it's not just this season. Yeah. I think it's really moving forward that they're like, listen, because if I let you do this now, y'all going to be like, you know, pop, you got to go. Alvin Joe, Joe West, you got to go. Alvin Gentry, you got to go. The annual salary for an MLB umpire is $120,000. I think that I think they can swing it if any umpire is in that age range, or or they know that he has an underlying health. Um, the issue. year after, the year after they can swing it. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general. That's I think they can pay one hundred twenty thousand dollars. No, no. But you're saying the umps would get paid from the union, their their union. Correct? No, no, no. I say I don't know if I don't know if it had to be in con, uh, concert with the union I, and I the league itself. Be, I think Different. it would be the the leagues. It would be the union. That's why I remember when the, they would get into it with the umps. This would have to be stuff that was stacked into their piggy bank. So if they're only making a hundred and some thousand dollars, that's not like NBA players making millions and millions oh, of no, dollars it's not. It's where not. you can st- stack more in a kitty. So yeah, this year you can do it, but next year they may be like, you know what guys, we can't afford for an entire season to do this for you guys. So that's why I think people again, maybe I'm giving Joe West too much credit, but I feel like that's a large part what's going on with the, the uh, NBA coaches association. Well, we haven't heard anybody. I, I would think from any league per se, really, um, besides maybe like college football, come out and make claims like this or make statements like this. At least if they have said it, it's been in private and hasn't gotten public. But you know, Joe West don't care. He's going to say what he want to say anyway. So. The old cowboy. There were a lot of college coaches that uh, came out and was like, you know what, just let us do this with the players. We can do it. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of college coaches. Yeah, like, but they can, haven't come out saying like, yeah, but, but nobody came out saying like, yeah, man, that COVID stuff. That yeah, a lot of people didn't die like that. That's what I'm yeah, talking no, about. Yeah, no, not that. Yeah, not that. Yeah. Not that. Yeah. Not that. Yeah. All right, off top, off top, off top. All right, Senator Senator Kelly Loeffler, co-owner of the Atlanta Dream, has written to WA Commissioner Kathy Engelbert to express her opposition to the Black Lives Matter movement and to ask the league to put an American flag on every jersey when the league resumes play later this month. She told Engelbert that she was incredibly disappointed to read about efforts to insert political platform into the league, adding, this is this true is we need less, not more political uh, politics and sports in a time when polarizing politics is divisive as ever. Sports has been a power to be a unifying antidote. Uh, And now more than ever, we should be united in our goal to remove politics from sports. So this is my thing. What you got? I want to use a curse word, but I won't. Okay. All right. The players have come out and said... You know, she needs to be out of there. Uh, again, I, I'm not going a partisan thing. She's a big-time Trump backer. And when I look at uh, DeSantos and the governor of te- Texas, and if you think about these, these, these states that don't even let us know how many COVID victims that they have, what's the, why aren't you being transparent? Her and this BS right here. And you're saying, well, let's not insert politics in it, but let's slap the American flag on it when you see the unrest that people have what has been the status quo here in America. So you're not trying to help. 
basically. You're like, listen, don't alienate my feelings, but we can continue alienating those other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. You're not tr- now. If she said, you know what? Let's not put, do anything. But she didn't say, well, let's put on the American. F-. I'm surprised she didn't say let's put on the stars, the bars on that bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Just you know to keep it going. Now I'm being facetious. But for, for someone to act like they're trying to solve an issue when you're not trying to solve an issue, you're just trying to point out that it, it, it makes you feel uncomfortable. And I have no problem with you pointing it out, but don't do it under the guise that you're trying to help solve an issue because what have you been saying about what's been going on in this world? It, clearly, you haven't been saying a lot because you wouldn't have stepped out in a black league and said what you just said. Like, this isn't uh, – 19s, and I know there was it, 1940s women's basketball, right, where the, well, the female George Mikan was out there and, you know, like, yeah, what's going on, hon? It wasn't, you know, it wasn't those days. <laughs> like, this is like, this is in some ways the most progressive sports league due to color, ethnicity, uh, sexual orientation, uh, being out front a lot of times on issues similar to this one. This is one of the most progressive leagues probably in the world when you really think about it, right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to come in here with Lily, Lily and all up in here like, why don't y'all just put the flag on there and just not even loosen? What are you even addressing about what's going on here in America? Like you're saying that sports shouldn't – and this is the problem where players, uh, NBA particular, when they're talking about, well, should we come back because it's going gonna, it's gonna to take the foot off the gas when you give people something to distract them? And she's basically saying yes, just give us something to distract us and leave it out unless it's necessarily what I like, uh, what, I, what I call necessarily being a quote-unquote patriotic or, well, I should say not patriotic, but quote-unquote in America. Well, this is the same senator who uh, also was involved and should be really investigated, but I have said, Kenny, who, uh, who's a very uh, big Trump supporter, invested for insider trading. Trap trading, she got insider out there trading. early. Yeah, but because of, with, the, with the coronavirus, she was able to mm-hmm. sell stocks uh, to companies when uh, they was able, she was able to get inside information uh, from the Senate um, about, uh, about different companies and dealing with COVID-19. But this is also the lady uh, who went on Fox News and was very upset to see armed black men um, across the country. And she said that we don't want to have mob rule, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, one of the classic cases of like, oh, yeah, it's fine when um, my people Mm-hmm. Uh, not even saying like has anything be based on race. It's say politics, right? My mm-hmm. people are storming the Capitol halls and they Capitol Hill, Capitol Hills across the country and state and state uh, 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 state capitals, and saying like we want to open back, open everything back up, and they have guns. But then they see black folks, black men, black women with them. It's kind of like whoa, hold on. And this is also very interesting that a politician is saying don't put politics into something when mm-hmm. that's literally what you do. You're a politician. You put politics inside of everything. So the one thing I'm very happy to see is a lot of NBA, uh, WNBA players. I'm sorry. Uh, I know Sue Bird came out, said something very forceful. Uh, I believe some of even the um, the uh, actual players from the Cheryl Atlanta Swoop, Green. Skylar Diggins, Smith, okay. Natasha oh, Cloud, more, more Alicia, Alicia, Clark, Alicia Clark. And as you just said, Sue Bird also said. Yeah, uh, it's enough. And it, and it, uh, and the women's uh, the WNBA uh, PA came out and said like, yeah, you gotta go, like get her out. So yeah, they're going. To go. Yeah, I mean, I think they're gonna try to do the same thing or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of do the same thing they did with Donald Sterling. And it's kind of like, okay, yeah. They're going to buy her out. We don't, want, we don't want you in here. You got to yeah. go. Here goes yeah. your money. Yeah. Here you go. And you know what? Before I get to you, Ryan, the biggest thing as we have seen 
I believe so far going to college, where I brought this up before about the young man down in Mississippi State who said, like, hey, I'm not playing. And then, I mean, I'm not saying they came down to him while the Confederate, where the Mississippi flag came down, but it came out of economics. But players right now are understanding the power that they have. It would be great to see if the Atlanta Dream, the, the roster comes out, and maybe it's a majority of them, not all, but majority say, hey, listen, we ain't playing until she's gone. Deuces. I can sit out. I can go over to China. I can go over to Germany. I can go somewhere else and play. You won't have an Atlanta Dream team this year in the WNBA. So what y'all going to do? So we'll wait to see if the the players be able to pull that kind of power move. Yeah, this kind of sounds a lot like that Laura Ingram with the shut up and dribble. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just so two-faced. Like, hey, if this was my cause or the thing that my party's behind, you know she wouldn't be saying any of this crap. She's only saying it because, hey, I have my agenda. It would be great to have this distraction of sports and let's just slap an American flag on it. What's the problem here? Well, the problem is people play basketball. They're not robots. These athletes don't just go out there and, oh, I have to just forget everything, all the pressures of life, all the things that are going around and current events around the world. I just got to put that all aside so I can distract people like – that shouldn't be on any athlete's plate. That's not part of the contract when they sign that, hey, you got to be our distraction whenever we need it, okay? Like, it's like Batman, Superman. Like, we put out the signal, like, get on that court and play. We need a distraction. Right. So, to me, it's just like that same old BS where people are just just want our athletes to be these robots and our saviors when they're doing their great stuff. But if they start showing off personality or they start voicing their thoughts, shut up and dribble. But I'll say this too. One, because most of the sports here in America outside of the MLB are predominantly people of color, right? Mm -hmm. So they definitely don't want to hear their thoughts. But when similar to what, when Drew Brees came out and made that misstep a month, a month Mm -hmm. and a half ago, when they when they, somebody comes out and says something political like that, you're with it. Also, the funny thing still, um, with the situation where uh, you had the um, uh, Trump going after Bubba Wallace and talking mm-hmm. about you know y'all going after this flag, and then when oh, the press yeah. secretary is pressed on it, she said he doesn't care either way. No, no, you care about everything, right? You, you, said, know, you know that's a lie. Well, I know, but look, you when, so when a month when a when an MFer was kneeling. You said follows and SOBs, right? You yep. came you came flying in there then when somebody was kneeling, right? But now you don't have going all the way back and see and that's that it, it, it aggravates me and I hope there is a ground swelling of people that are quote unquote cowboys fans. You need to never be a cowboy fan while Jerry Jones Jerry Jones was one of my favorite owners growing up because he would spend all the money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been greatly disappointed in him for years now when he came out and said none of his players can kneel. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I've been disappointed. I've never been a Cowboys fan, but I always liked Jerry and the triplets because um, mm-hmm. I never liked the American team, quote-unquote garbage. But if you still are attaching your, your, your fanaticism to someone that could care less, I don't care how many of his players he's looked out, as a as a, a, a as a the people who have helped him out by being the players that he's earned that money off of his back. Yes, he invested his own money, and that that franchise what probably fifty times is worth what he when he bought it in the late eighties. Oh, absolutely, what it is now, right? Because I think he had to put all his ships in to get that from being an oil man, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But um, 
just to see this, like when, when people back out and it's like, no, you had your chest out a minute ago. Where's your chest at now? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it, and it just goes to the point where we're trying to sit here and show you this biasness when people were like, don't do politics. But then when the politics are it's leaning their way, as the tenor was with Trump coming into office and Cal Kaepernick kneeling. And the crazy point is this too. And I know this isn't the flip. Then that was the show. Um, but it's funny because you saw this thing that happened in Indiana with the uh, young black man with his friends and a group of white guys mm-hmm. accosted him, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just looking at these fools and their rage, and it's like, you know what this is? This is what happens when you let someone who is bucking every norm that we have ever had sit in power for three and a half years. The pendulum, it didn't just swing the other way. That bad boy flipped the other way and then and, 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 and hung over in the opposite direction. Because we've been, the wire got stuck on that. Right, we've been running on crazy for three and a half years. And now, so and the crazy thing was the people that the crazy was helping, now in the last four months, it swung away from them. It was like, wait, I thought I had it. And now, especially when you see the country and the world leaning in, like, you know what? No. Uh, the Washington football team. Now, we've been calling that damn thing the Washington oh football team for years. A, ten, ten, a, de- a decade, basically. I you know? heard when you guys started doing that, I think. I mean, no, I mean, yes, it's the Spurs. Yeah. Dude, this is, a crazy, this is a crazy point. When I still see people on ESPN say that name, because it always aggravated me, that why do y'all mm-hmm. still call it the Washington football And I know they sit out a memo like, you guys just need to go ahead and say it. I still would have called it the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Why would a slur, like, we just now waking up that someone's like, yeah, the, the, the skin of, the, of their color should be the name of a team. Like, are you out of your effing mind? And uh, I, it's like, No, I was going to say, I was actually watching Shannon and um, Shannon Skip. Sharp and Skip Bailey's, and Skip Bailey's kind of broke down. Yeah, Skip. Uh, he kind of broke down how, that, how um, the owner, who's a super rapist, super racist. Dan uh, Snyder. Whoa, whoa doubling no. up? <laughs> No. He a super rapist? No, super <laughs> he racist. He was running around with Jeffrey Epstein like he said a super. I'm like, whoa, racist. A super rapist, racist, racist. Right? No, I'm talking about the original owner of the Washington. Oh yeah, no, 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 the, yeah, yeah, the original, yeah, the original, oh, the original. Yeah. Owner. They the last. They was like the last team to actually have black players. Not, not even that. I mean, the team was was first called the Boston Braves, and then he they moved into Fenway, and he's like, oh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's call him the Red. You know what? And it was all based upon the movies and stuff. That Good people, old Boston. Yeah. And, oh, man. And it grew up. I mean, and that led, and that came from the uh, the end of the the uh, the old Western movies that was made and what they would call Native Americans in those movies and that. Like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and call them that. But even going back to, even going back to the senator, just read the room what's happening around the world. I, would, I mean, well, yeah, really the world. But it was, what's happening around sports right now, Washington. Dan Snyder said the team would never change his name. Double They're down. changing the name. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because money came in and said, change the name. $650 billion worth of investments tied to that team or organization, whatever the case may be. Say, make the call, change the name. And that's what's happening. And then for you to come out and say, you know what? Black lives don't matter. Yeah, I'm going to write this letter. They ain't even ain't, ain't stop that. Read the room, lady. Read the room. So, she doesn't you know, care about the room, dude. She doesn't. And you know what? I think she's up for re-election, I think, this year, too. If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to check on that. And uh, she's going to have a very, very hard time if she well, is up for re-election. Especially if um, our girl doesn't get, um, doesn't get vice president. Yeah. Or, 
Stacy, go get that sentence seat. Mm-hmm. All right, go get that sentence seat. All right, like, go ahead and get that, and then sit out and wait. We're going to get you in that office sooner or later. Yep. All right, Ryan, what you got? Uh, for my off top. Off top. Uh, baseball schedule released. And, uh, you know, we obviously have been talking about how this thing could just get shut down any second when it comes to baseball. But let's just pretend for a minute that we're going to get some uh, baseball and they're going to play these 60-game seasons. And it's going to be, as we talked about, you're playing teams in your region, 40 games, probably all divisional, I believe, unless like a – a random team is kind of in your area and then 20 games interleague play with the same division that you are in. So if you're American league central, you play in the NL central, vice versa. Uh, I don't know what you guys think. I don't know if you've seen the white Sox schedule. I've been looking at like the Cubs schedule and just kind of getting a little bit excited and feeling like this is going to be kind of fun if this season goes through, because it's going to be a lot of divisional games, a lot of regional games, and I think even though some divisions around the league are a little bit weaker than others, there should be a lot of uh, heated contests in these 60-game sprint. I definitely, I, no, I definitely think so. That's why I'm very um, – I'm looking forward to the season because it is going to be – and now say this, is, like you said, Ryan, if the season happens. Um, this 40, 60, the 60-game 60 sprint is going to be outstanding. Can I use, you know what I'm saying, can I uh, see less of uh, White Sox Royals? Of course I could. I don't need to see all that. You know what I'm saying? I would, hey, go and make, give, give them another three games with the Cubs. I don't know. I have some competitive, you know what I'm saying, but uh, I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, who's going to play the Royals? I don't care. They shouldn't be in. They, moving out to the minor leagues. Moving to the minor leagues, they get better. They can uh, play the Pirates. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, looking at the schedule, I, I've, I've been excited because, uh, listen, Baseball is my favorite sport, so I'm going to be excited regardless, right? I wish I would be out there, but that's not going to happen. Um, But I'm just – I'm so amped about these 60 games and what's going to happen, even with the specialty games like uh, the White Sox going up against the the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, down out in uh, the Field of Dreams game in Iowa. That's going to be a cool little thing. But, man, just to see these guys go out there and play – for these 60 games. Now, the one thing, and we've said this a thousand times, is, man, we don't we expect to probably see quite a few injuries because these guys have to kick it in and they know what they're playing for and how short of a time they are playing it in. So uh, I'm hoping that we don't see a lot of injuries, but, man, I'm with you, Ryan. I'm looking at the schedule. I'm super excited. Six games with the Cubs, uh, being able to play against the Brewers all the time and uh, the Cardinals and the Pirates and the Reds, that's going to be super, super sweet. I, I love it. Almost to the point of, like, man, I would like to see a lot more of this when everything is past us. Like, just give me a lot more of, you know, saying AL versus NL Central just within the Central Little Rivalries. I think that's pretty cool. Mm. Real quick, George Preston Marshall was the Washington owner. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I don't know as far as uh, seeing this moving forward because I still like to see teams play, uh, see a team that I root for, and even including the Cubs, play teams that are from other regions in the country so you can see talent versus talent. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I I mean, if you just made it regional, what you would be taking away from seeing them play the NL. I just want to see a little bit more. Just give me a little bit more. Okay, I get you. I get you. Uh, They can't take a few games away from divisional rivals as long as – Please. You're playing the same uh, equal amount of games with whoever else that you're playing to make it to no Mm -hmm. one's is benefiting from their schedule. Uh, I'm excited. Um – 
I'm looking forward to it. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I haven't really been in the mind state to really uh, get amped up about sports. I just really. hope it happens. I just hope these leagues happen. It's been two stories. Guys, Wait, are you guys going to be like, let's say, July 24th, locked into that TV, watching opening day? Yeah, I am. I just hope it happens. <laughs> I just hope it happens. Ken doesn't look like he's going to be watching. He might catch uh, some highlights later. You watching? It has nothing to do with that. Actually, July twenty fourth is my birthday. Yeah. So um. So man, it's even better, man. Get you some cold ones, man. Oh, yes, right. You ain't drinking beer no more. Get you some wine. Yeah, I'm not drinking beer. Get you some what? wine. No, he's got the cold white claws. I don't even cold drink white, white claw anymore. I what? Drink true. What? I drink, what happened? No, no, no. I, this, oh, that's man. that brand. I drink truly for the most oh, part. He's not that a white claw guy. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so. By the way, if you like Corona, they actually have a real nice seltzer. Yeah, oh, really? I've had it. I've had it. Yes. I've had it. I've does it taste it. like Corona? The tropical lime one, the, that flavor does. It's really mm. nice. 90 per can instead of 100. Mm. Save another 10 calories. There you mm. go, Ken. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I'm going to be excited. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be glued come to Come on, TV. get that smoker out. Get those wings going. Hey, the truly on, flying. Why not? Maybe it's truly great weekend. All right, you want to know really why not? Yeah, why not? You got to listen right. a minute. No. Oh, I got to listen a minute? All right, real quick. I'm doing work. Real. I'm doing work yesterday real quick. Okay. My, phone, I, my phone rings. It's my mother. I'm like, all right. I, 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 click, I thought I click it. She called right back. I'm like, wait, did I click it off? Because I'm never that rude to people. I let it ring. I just don't want to hear the buzzing or whatever. Um, come to find out. She texts me. I didn't look at it. I go upstairs after. I'm like, yeah, mom and me twice. What's going on? Mm. So I'm like, damn, there's something going on. I got to check. No, my mom leaves a message. She's like, you know, uh, Aaron's, uh, my brother, young brother had passed. Yeah. Uh, uh, his, his, his first wife, basically, is doing something on his birthday, which is 25th today after my birthday. Right. And mm. my mom's like, you know, uh, we're going to hold a moral for Aaron on Kenneth's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> You need baseball. Yeah, I think you do need some baseball then. I know. I'm going to tell you what I need. I need to, I need to have a vacation. <laughs> right? Like, man, I need to move. I'm ready to get the hell out of Chicago. All right? Especially what's going on with us. It's like everything's on the table right now. All right. All right. We'll come on back have more fun. Dean Davis Show.